Hello and welcome to the Jack Benny program from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Jack Benny program presented by Lucky Strike. Lucky's pay more. Millions of dollars more than official parity prices for fine tobacco. Millions of dollars. That's a lot of money. But the makers of Lucky Strike spend it for fine, light, naturally mild tobacco. So when you light up a Lucky, you're always sure of real smoking enjoyment. Yes, when you're smoking the cigarette of fine tobacco, you know you can expect enjoyment and plenty of it. It's plain from the first puff. There's never a rough puff in a Lucky because... L-S-M-F-T. L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. And that kind of tobacco always has and always will mean real deep-down smoking enjoyment for you. That's why so many folks turn to Luckies all over the country, even the experts who make their living in the tobacco business. Just to name one of them, there's Mr. L. Garland Griffin of Clarksville, Virginia. Recently, he said, All in all, I've sold over 100 million pounds of tobacco, and season after season, I've seen the makers of Lucky Strike buy fine tobacco, the kind of tobacco for downright good smoking. I've smoked Lucky's regularly for 14 years. And that's not all, for a recent survey shows more independent tobacco auctioneers, buyers, and warehousemen smoke Lucky Strike regularly than the next two leading brands combined. Yes, a lot of people smoke for enjoyment, and they smoke Lucky Strike because there's more enjoyment in a Lucky. Smoke them, and you'll find out. Today, buy a carton of Lucky Strike. <laughs> Strike program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Rochester, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's go out to Beverly Hills to the Benny household. It's morning, and Rochester is bringing Jack his breakfast. Now, let's see if I have everything on the tray. Silverware, napkin, the morning paper, and his favorite magazine, True Confessions. <laughs> they print Mr. Benny's story in it. What a title. I was ruined by Hollywood nightlife. <laughs> he wrote that under his pen name, Tallulah Hemingway. <laughs> ruined by Hollywood nightlife. It, he must have been ruined in the afternoon. He's sleeping at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Well, I better bring him his tray and wake him up. Look at him sleep there. Not a care in the world. Look at that smile on his face. He must be having the same dream he has every night. He thinks he's just finished a violin concert at Carnegie Hall and the whole audience is applauding and yelling, Bravo! Yep, that was it. He took a bow and fell out of bed. Where am I? What happened? You must have been dreaming, boss. Here, I brought you your breakfast. Oh, good, good. Oh, boy, I'm hungry this morning. Let's see. Orange juice, oatmeal, bacon, and toast. Uh, what do you want to drink with your toast? Same as I've been having all week, just plain water. Boss, I don't think this one-man campaign of yours is going to bring the price of coffee back down. 
understand why it keeps going up in price. Well, Mr. Bailey, it's simple. In school, I studied international e economics. In school? Yep. <laughs> now, uh... In now, school, well, I learned to pronounce economics. <laughs> well, let me explain this to you here. Let me explain it to you. Now, uh... <laughs> well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, explain it to me, Rochester. Now, uh, most of the coffee comes from Brazil. In fact, Brazil's main exports are bananas, coffee, and tin. So what? Well, Brazil starts off the international trade by sending us bananas, for which we send them mining equipment. Uh -huh. Then they mine the tin and send the tin to us, and we make tin cans. Yeah. Then we send them the cans, they fill them with coffee, and send them back to us. And there you are. Well, how does that affect the price of coffee? I don't know. I quit school that day. <laughs> Rochester, I, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I'll answer it. Hello? Hiya, Tallulah. Tallulah? I read it, Dad. You dog, you. Well, I'm just about to have breakfast. Now, what do you want? Look, Jackson, I may have to miss rehearsal Saturday. I've got to go over to 20th Century Fox for retakes on the picture. Wabash Avenue. Phil, you finished that in July. You've been doing retakes on it for the past three months. Well, it ain't exactly retakes. You see, there's a scene in the picture of me singing That's What I Like About the South. Uh-huh. And because of the foreign market, I've been down at the studio dubbing in the lyrics in French, German, Spanish, Greek, Portuguese, and Italian. Uh -huh. <laughs> Portuguese? Yeah. You I went to school with Rochester. Same class. <laughs> Portuguese and Italian. Portuguese and Italian. I see. Now, you know something? What? Jackson, you've been right all these years. About what? That song stinks in six different languages. <laughs> Phil, don't tell me you're getting sick of it, too. Yeah. Hey, Jackson, get a load of this in French. Vetrez-vous pas avec ma jalabona, la couraconant ma chère You see, Jackson, in French, you can't understand it. I never understood it in English. But anyway, Phil, there's been a lot of publicity about Wabash Avenue. Isn't Victor Mature in that picture with you? Uh-huh. And Betty Grable? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jackson, listen. What? There's one scene in the picture of just me and Betty at the beach and those new French bathing suits. Wow! They had to shoot that scene over again. Uh, too daring? No, they want Betty to wear one, too. <laughs> would be a shame, Phil. She's liable to steal the scene from you. Yeah, but it's the last time I ever make a picture with Grable and Mature. Why? With her legs and his chest, I ain't worth a turnip green. What? Or as we say in French, turnip green eye. Well, don't worry about it, Phil. You can miss rehearsal if you want to. Thanks a lot, Jackson. It's awfully nice of you to... Oh, excuse me. Phil. Phil, didn't you tell me last week you were on the water wagon? Yeah. How come you just hiccup? I transcribed that one for release at this more convenient time. <laughs> Goodbye to Lowe. Oh, what a guy. Say, Rochester, were there any other phone calls for me before I woke up? Yes, sir, your barber. My barber? What did he want? He said if you didn't call for it in 30 days, he's going to sell it. <laughs> I don't care. It's an old one. <laughs> now, Rochester, I'll finish my breakfast Answer the door, will you? I'll slip into some clothes. Yes, sir. Coming, coming! Oh, hello, Rochester. Well, hello, Miss Livingston. Come on in. 
Mr. Benioff? Yeah, he's getting dressed. Oh, by the way, Miss Livingston, we haven't seen you all week. Where have you been? Well, right after last Sunday's broadcast, I drove down to Palm Springs. Oh, you've been out in the desert. Yeah, I went there to cool off. I know what you mean. <laughs> Miss Livingston, but you didn't have to go all the way to Palm Springs. Why didn't you come over here and use Mr. Benny's swimming pool? My season ticket expired on Labor Day. <laughs> well, for you, he'd have made an adjustment. Maybe. Oh, hello, Mary. Glad to be back in Palm Springs? Oh, frankly, no, Jack. It's too hot here. Oh, everybody's worried about the heat. <laughs> it's not hot. It isn't, eh? No. As I drove over, I saw a tongue coming down the street with a dog hanging out. <laughs> Mary, you've been watching Milton Berle again. <laughs> it's kind of early. Have you had your breakfast? Yeah, but I could stand a cup of coffee. Okay. Oh, Rochester, bring Miss Livingston a cup of... Mary, how about some tea? Uh, no, thanks. Milk? No, I just want a cup of... Oh, I get it. The price of coffee gone up so high you're drinking water. Yeah. How'd you know? Figures. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you've been reading the papers lately, you'll know that coffee... Oh, say, Jack, that reminds me. Did you see the news item from London? From London? Yes, the one about Princess Margaret. Oh, yes, I read it. I hope it was a lucky. <laughs> Say, Mary, what's that magazine you got there? A copy of True Confessions. Oh. Jack, there's a story in here by Tallulah Hemingway that will break your heart. Yes, yes, I read it. How all those things could happen to one girl in 39 years, I'll never know. <laughs> well, some people live exciting lives. You know, Mary, in that same issue... There are some other stories... Oh, boss, the mail just came. Good, good. Many letters? Uh, two for you, one for me, and ten for Tallulah. <laughs> oh, well, just put them on the table. Mary, speaking about the heat... Jack. What? If you didn't have that operation, I'd punch you right in the nose. <laughs> Look, Mary, the Warner Brothers bought the story for Joan Crawford. That's all that counts. Rochester, hand me my letters. Here you are. Thanks. Uh-oh. What's the matter? It's from Mr. Kearns of the Colonial Yacht Company trying to frighten me into buying that yacht for $50,000. Well, Jack, this is liable to be more serious than you think. They can make you pay or drag you into court. No, Mary, they wouldn't. Say, I don't know. Gee, maybe they would. I think they would, boss. Mr. Kern called yesterday and said if he didn't receive the money by today, he was going to send a lawyer over to see you. Lawyer, lawyer. If I got frightened every time... I'll... Hmm. <laughs> Well, I might as well answer it. Well, that's funny. There's nobody here. Hello, Mr. Benny. Dennis. When nobody answered the door, I came in through the window. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, good to see you, kid. What's wrong with him? <laughs> Nothing, Dennis. Just he was expecting a lawyer. A lawyer? Who's he suing? Nobody. I'm being sued. Gee, that's a switch. Stop. Uh, here you talk, you think I'm always suing somebody. Well, you sued me once. When did I ever sue you? That Sunday night when I went to the movies and didn't listen to your repeat broadcast. I didn't sue you. I warned you. Dennis, this is serious. Jack is going to be sued for $50,000. Oh, I can lend you $50,000, Mr. Benny. Oh, stop being silly. You, and your... you haven't got that kind of money. Oh, yes, I have. My uncle died and left it to me. Your uncle left you $50,000? He left me his printing press, too. 
Dennis, your uncle must have been a counterfeiter. Let me see some of that money. Okay, here's a $5 bill. Hmm. I knew it. Mary, look. Instead of Lincoln, he's got a picture of a log cabin. <laughs> Dennis. Lincoln's in the cabin. <laughs> what? It's cold outside. No! <laughs> It's hard to believe that a minute ago I was glad to see him. Now, look, Dennis, I've got enough trouble. Do me a favor, will you? Oh, what is it? Sit down, kid. Okay. Are you comfortable? Yeah. Good. Now, you work for me, don't you, Dennis? Uh-huh. What does your contract require you to do on my program? Songs and funny sayings. <laughs> well, we'll forget the funny sayings, and let me hear what you're going to sing on the program. It won't get any laughs. I don't want any laughs. <laughs> Just sing your song. Okay. I touch your hand and my arms grow strong Like a pair of birds that burst with song my eyes look down at your lovely face And I hold the world in my embrace Younger than springtime are you Softer than starlight Warmer than winds of June are the gentle you gave me. Gayer than laughter are you, sweeter than music are you, angel and lover. I don't want any laughs. You know, once in a while, Dennis, it's good to have a program that's nice and relaxing. You know, where the audience just sits there quietly. Like Fred Allen's program used to be? Thank you. <laughs> now, Dennis... Uh, Jack. 
Jack, look who's coming up the walk. Where? Oh, my goodness, Mr. Kearns from the yacht company. What are you going to do? I don't know. Rochester, you answer the door. I'll hide in the closet. Okay, Rochester, he's in the closet. Answer the door. Yes, ma'am. How do you do? I'm Mr. Kearns of the Colonial Yacht Company. May I see Mr. Benny? Mr. who? Mr. Benny. Benny? Yes. Jack Benny, star of stage, screen, and radio. Ooh. Jack, what happened? When he said star of stage, screen, and radio, I took a bow and bumped my head on the door. <laughs> oh, there you are, Mr. Benny. Yes, yeah. look here, Mr. Kearns. I told you before, I'm not going to buy that yacht. And you're wasting your time trying to sell it to me. So you might as well return my $1,000 deposit. Oh, wait a minute, Jack. Huh? How do you know you wouldn't like owning a yacht? A lot of stars in Hollywood have them. Oh, Mary. Gary Cooper has a yacht. Oh, he's, he's richer than I am. Humphrey Bogart has a yacht. Well, he's richer than I am, too. Well, Errol Flynn isn't richer. No, but he's younger. <laughs> now, Mr. Kearns, I don't think there's any use... Just a minute, Mr. Benny. Miss Livingston gave me an excellent idea. Now, perhaps if you took a little cruise on this yacht, it might help you make up your mind. You know, sort of a demonstration. We'll go to Catalina. Well... This will place you under no obligation at all. Well, good, good. Yes. <laughs> but we'll have to hurry. I told the captain to take her out in an hour. Oh, that's fine. Come on, Mary. Hey, Dennis, you can go with us. Let's go, Mr. Kearns. We'll have a wonderful no-obligation time. Uh, Dennis... <laughs> Dennis, get your hat. Now, who's that? Just when we're in a hurry. Well, hello, Jack. Oh, it's you, Don. I brought the Sportsman's Quartet over because we have no idea for a commercial, and we thought that maybe Don, you Don, I haven't could... got time for that now. We're all going for a no-obligation cruise on a yacht. <laughs> now, maybe I'll think of an idea... But, Jack, I... Jack, you just gave us one. What? An idea. What an idea for a commercial. What are you talking about? Going out on a yacht, on the ocean, on the high seas. Don, we have no time for that now. We gotta leave. Boys, get away from the door. Jack, this will only just take a minute. But, Don, I Let have... him have it, boys. Fellas, get away from that door, will you? Don, I haven't got sailing, time for this. Sailing over the bounding main For many a storm. You're going to spoil my whole trip. Again. I missed the boat. Sailing over the bounding main Finally get a chance to have a ride. Right. wind shall blow. Yeah, the Jack comes home again. Thanks, fellas. That was very... Ellis Empathy. All the sailors agree that Ellis Empathy. Find the back of you sink. Every sailor man is puffing on the lucky coach. There's nothing that you be that's good lucky when you're out at sea. Lucky God, strike, look, I heard it already. Now, look, I know... Strike, 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 str
John, even though I'm mad at you, do you want to join us? Why, yes, Jack, thanks. Rochester, Rochester, we're going on a no-obligation cruise. Now, I'll, I'll see you when I get back. You won't see me, boss, but you can hear me. I'll be on with Amos and Andy. Roger, you're going to be on the Amos and Andy program today? Yeah, we're going to have coffee if I have to go out and earn it. <laughs> good, good. Come on, Mr. Kearns, let's get out on that yacht. Well, we'll be out on the yacht in just a minute. Oh, I hope you don't mind riding in this tender. The sea's kind of rough. Well, it can't get too rough for me. You know, during the First World War, I used to be on the Navy. Really? Mm-hmm. On our side? <laughs> yes, I was at Great Lakes. Uh, Mr. Kearns, uh, can't we go a little faster? No, we have to take it a little slow here in the inner harbor because of all these little boats. Gee, there are a lot of them. Oh, boats. Mr. Benny, look who's in that boat over there. Where? Right over here on the side. Oh, yes. Yoo-hoo! Hello, Mr. Benny! <laughs> Mr. Kitzel, imagine me running into you way out here. Oh, you'll always find me here on my day off. I love to go fishing. <laughs> well, well, well. Are you catching many fish? <laughs> Look in my basket. I got a pickerel in the middle with a halibut on top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Kitzel, that's cute. Well, uh, Mr. Benny, we better get going now. Okay. Oh, by the way, Mr. Kitzel, what are you using for bait? Sour cream and onions. <laughs> Sour cream and onions? Ha-ha, uh-huh. when I catch a herring, I want it to be ready. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, goodbye, Mr. Kitzel, and good luck. Goodbye, me. Well, 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 well. Of all places to meet Mr. Kitzel. Oh, Mr. Benny, you better sit down. We're going out of the breakwater now. Oh, Mr. Kearns, is that the yacht out there? Yes, that's it. Oh, just look at those beautiful lines. Yes. <laughs> now, folks, when we pull up to the landing platform, please follow my instructions. I know, Mr. Kearns, I know. When transferring from one ship to another, you have to go along with the swell of the wave and jump when both vessels have spent their thrust to port and are just starting their return to starboard. Well, thank you, Admiral Yamamoto. <laughs> I told you I was on our side. (laughs) You can stop being funny. That's the way we used to do it in the Navy. All right, folks. Here we are at the landing platform. Get in line. And when I say three, jump. All right, Miss Livingston. One, two, three. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Day. One, two, three. Thank you. Mr. Benny. One, two, three. Barry, now you help me. Who helped you when you were in the Navy? I didn't fall, I jumped in on purpose. When I buy a yacht, I want to see what it looks like underneath. Well, how does it look? I don't know. I lost my glasses. (laughs) Well, here, Jack, take my hand. I'll help you up. Thanks. 
these wet clothes. I'm liable to catch cold here. Well, now here we are all aboard. I guess we can proceed to Catalina. Oh, by the way, Mr. Benny, I'd like you to meet our captain. The captain? Yes. Captain, this is Mr. Benny. How do you do? <laughs> captain, your face looks familiar. Haven't I seen you before? You might have. I used to be an usher at NBC. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And they fired us both the same day, remember? <laughs> Wait a minute, Captain. I well, we wasn't... get underway. All right, Captain. Full speed ahead. Yeah, aye, aye, sir. Well, we're on our way. Jack, yeah, isn't shivering. it wonderful out here on the ocean? Yes, I know. Nothing I love better than a no-obligation cruise. <laughs> Just look how blue the water is. Say, Dennis, isn't this... Dennis? Mary, where'd that kid go? I don't know. He was here to... Oh, for heaven's sake, look, Jack. He's way up on top of the mast. On top of the mast? Dennis! Dennis, come down here! Mr. Christian, I see you swinging from the highest yard arm in the... going at full speed, but we're not even moving. Gee, that's right. Hey, Mr. Wilson, you're standing too far forward. The propellers are out of the water. <laughs> Don, step back to the middle of the ship. Now we're going. Dennis! Avast there, you landlubber. Swab the decker. I'll send you to the air force. <laughs> Dennis, come down. It's pretty dangerous for him to be up there on the mast. I know. See, I got an idea how to get him down. Don, you run from side to side and rock the boat. That'll make Dennis seasick. He'll be glad to come down. Oh, but Jack... Now, we got to get that kid down before he hurts himself. Now, go ahead. Run from side to side. Okay. Faster, Don. Faster, now you got it rocking. Keep it up, Don. Keep it rocking. He'll have to come down. Ooh-wee, this is fun! Keep it up, Don. Keep rocking the boat. Keep it rocking until he... Until he... Until... Don. Don, stop rocking. Don. Don, stop rocking. Somebody slow down the road. Don, stop rocking. Oh, I feel awful. Mary. Mary, Don. Captain. Captain. You don't look at me. I'm sick as a dog. <laughs> what? Nearly 11,000 Americans died in fires, and most of these fires could have been prevented. Be sure you do your part in helping prevent fires. Be careful with lighted matches and cigarettes. Obey all fire regulations. Take care, beware, prevent fires. Thank you. Jack will be back in just a moment, but first... L-S-M-F-T, L-S-M-F-T. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Now, friends, that's tremendously important to you because you smoke for one reason, enjoyment. And LSMFT is your guarantee that every single Lucky Strike you smoke contains truly fine tobacco that's kind and gentle. And to get this fine tobacco, Luckies pay millions of dollars more than official parity prices. Yes, at the tobacco auctions... 
The buyers for Lucky Strike go after mild, mellow leaf for your cigarette. So remember, in a cigarette, it's the tobacco that counts. And you can always count on the fact that Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Tobacco that gives you much more real, deep-down smoking enjoyment. There's never a rough puff in a Lucky. So, friends, light up the cigarette that's famous for fine tobacco, Lucky Strike. So round, so firm, so fully packed, so free and easy on the draw. You'll agree, there's no finer cigarette in all the world than Lucky Strike. Oh, hello, boss. How was the yacht trip? Pretty good, Rochester, but I... Wait a minute, I thought you were going to be on the Amos and Andy program. I am, boss. I'm going to leave right now. Well, come on, I'll go over with you. I'll get it. Hello? No. No. No, but Mr. and Mrs. Ronald Coleman are going to be on my program next week. Listen in. Thank you and goodbye. Who was it, boss? A wrong number, but I thought I'd tell him anyway. <laughs> Good night. Be sure to hear Dennis Day and a day in the life of Dennis Day. Stay tuned for the Amos and Andy Show, which follows immediately with Rochester. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.